like a lot of detours along the way, but none of that really like discouraged me. It was, I knew that even then it felt right, you know? Hello and welcome back. Hi to Combos with my mom. We're feeling funny today. I, you know why? Why? Because I've been confined to a, a, an enclosed space. I mean, that's on you. you... I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> I'm just saying that's why it's going this way. Okay. Okay. Let's let's do this thing. So today... Let's do the thing. <laughs> today we're talking about New York City. New York City! We're super excited. Um... This is another one that we recorded and then are re-recording. We've learned some good things about like scheduling and when we record, and so now we are recording here like this. Um, nobody knows. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here and like this. <laughs> on a Sunday, not on a work day. All right. So I had put up a question box on our Instagram saying, like, what do you guys want us to talk about? And somebody wrote in, um, taking the leap and moving to New York City. New York City. Where are you going? Just grab my water. What are you talking? Okay. Okay. Um, And so I wanted to take the chance to talk about... You're joking. Should we just start over real quick? It's not going well. I think it's going great. <laughs> okay. So we wanted to talk about <laughs> both of us moving out here. Um, one of us, I think it was maybe seemingly more of a big leap as you are, you were an adult woman who owned a house living in her hometown with like you know what I think some would consider a quote-unquote like settled life sure um but so how we'll, did let's we get here yeah uh, I'll start since okay. I, I made the move first um I to be perfectly honest don't remember being like one of those kids that was like I'm gonna live in New York like, I don't I had moved so much as a kid that I don't think I necessarily thought about where I was going to live because it could have been anywhere. Well, and I also don't think anywhere was, like, taboo or intimidating or... That's a really good point. Yeah. yeah I think it was all oh, fair game. Everything was fair game. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, I started thinking about it when I was in college and I started studying theater and... My first time out to New York actually was with a family that I was nannying for. They had asked me if I would come with them for the summer. And I was staying, I was subletting a room um, in the west side and they were on the east side. So to get to work every morning, I would walk through Central Park. And then my days were like from 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. So after I was done nannying for the day, I would go take a dance class or I would go see a Broadway show. And it was this amazing first experience in New York. I was 20 years old. I knew no one because nobody lived here yet that I knew, none of my friends. And I like really lived it up. But when I got back to California after that very first time, I thought to myself, okay, 
it's not the time yet. But I kept coming out over summers or over winter breaks that I had as I went, I got on to, to do a little more schooling. And so I had to like postpone moving to New York. Um, and then by the time I was done with my schooling officially, I was like <laughs> more than ready. And I made the move that year. Um, that year though was also 2019, the end of 2019 which as you know, is followed by the beginning of 2020. <laughs> um, so I you did the world shut down. Yeah. So I moved to New York six months before, um, the world shut down. Yeah, you're right. And then when in 2020, I had gone back to California for six, seven, maybe even eight months and then moved back to New York fully that September of 2020 of 2020. And so I would say like the time that I spent here, actually the time that I spent here before I moved here was probably the most like wild that I was in terms of like being a young person living in New York City, going out. Um, in the times that I was visiting before I moved here, I had just, every time I came, I had more friends that lived here. So the experience became a little more exciting and a little more like comfortable. Um, and then by the time I moved back, like for good, wasn't going anywhere in September 2020, it was a, you know, a post shutdown world. Sure. So the, the kind of what was going on had changed a lot. I had changed a lot. Um, but I also think I had settled into the idea of living here in a different kind of way. So my life felt a little more like mine versus this like, oh, I just was visiting again. Does right. that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, okay, even like sense. when I moved here in 2019, I was only here for six months and then I went back to California. So again, it was just like a, ooh, like a long stay. <laughs> right, and a temporary. Yeah. Um, since living here though, I, I started by living in Washington Heights and now I live in Astoria, Queens. Queens is a borough of New York City. Um, New York City has five boroughs. And I live in one of them. I live in Queens and Astoria. And I am obsessed with it. It's just... It's perfect for me. It um, is. It's... it's um, it feels like a smaller neighborhood. Obviously, New York is full of neighborhoods. That's what the city is composed of. But I... My, my sidewalks are a little wider. My buildings are a little shorter. I can see Manhattan from my street. Like, if you look down my street, I can see buildings in Manhattan. Like, it's... I'm not very far, but I'm perfectly far enough for, like to feel a little more just like, okay, now I'm at home. And a super quick trip in. Super quick trip in. Well, I work in Manhattan. I know I work in Brooklyn, and it's easy for me to just kind of get to where I need to go. So that's been my journey getting here. Like, very quick, abridged, my journey making it here. Um, but let's talk about yours, because yours okay. feels... Like, I was still a young person moving to New York, you, like we said, you were what I think... An emotionally young person moving to New York. A what? An emotionally young person moving to New York. <laughs> yeah, you were. <laughs> but you were what I think people may, you know, consider established in a place, even though that's maybe not how you were feeling. And then you sold everything and moved out here. I did. So do you want to kind of take us through the process? Sure. I had always... Um, it, it, in my head, I'd always fancied myself a city girl. Like it was yeah. just, you know, I loved when we lived in, you know, bigger cities. Um, I didn't know if I'd ever live in a big city like that, but, um, I knew I wanted to, um, a love affair with New York started when I was about 18 and I came out here after graduation. 
And I stayed with my cousin Karen, and she showed me New York exactly how New York should be seen. I mean, it was like literally the perfect experience. So I knew I wanted to go back. Um, I even like one year, I obviously talked about it because at one year for Christmas, Nat bought me that, you know, like a New York apartment coffee table book. Mm -hmm. So it was always like kind of around us. Um, as Charlotte progressed in life, I knew that I would end up wherever she was. I didn't, you know. The idea was kind of like when I settled somewhere, you would join me. Correct. Like the idea was, I think, and I guess maybe what's funny about that word settle is I, in my head, it was like, well, when I am building my family, then you will join us. But I made a point to say, like, I settled in New York when I got back in 2020, you know? Right. So it's kind of a funny way to And I knew that um, as my dad, like, progressively, you know, got sick, I figured, like, after he goes, then I'll, I'll make the leap. Like, you know, once he went, there was, like, a, the big reason why I was, you know, staying in Santa Maria. And then um, he passed, and I still was like, yeah, this is something I should do. And then COVID hit, and she was with, you know, Charlotte came for the summer, so it was like, didn't really make sense to make any moves. And then, you know, the end of, you know, September of 2020 hit, and then we lost everybody else, and I was just like, what What am I doing here? Might as well just go. So then I was then starting to seriously consider it. And so probably at the beginning of 2021, I was just kind of like, you know, I would very casually look at places. Mm -hmm. um, I could see that the deals were really good, like the rent deals, because it was COVID. Yeah, and, they were called COVID deals. Yeah, I mean, they get... were really like smoking deals. So I was looking at it. I ended up talking to a broker, and she was basically like... A broker a, out here. Yeah, a broker in New York. And she was basically like, you know, they go so fast. So if you're, you know, if you're looking at something... Unless you're ready to come, it's really not worth it to, like, do that kind of legwork. And I was like, oh, okay. But didn't discourage me. I still kept looking. And then in February, the end of February, I had found an apartment on Charlotte Street. And so I asked her, I texted her, and I was like, can you go look at this apartment? And she was like, sure. And she'd gone to look at a couple other apartments that were hard-nosed. terrible. <laughs> I had never... I, I moved here. I moved in with a friend from college, so I didn't have to think about looking for an apartment when I got here. So I had never had that experience before. And it was... I would walk into these places that she would send me via this like app that you use to find a place. And I was like, oh my God, no. <laughs> like, she's... We're, I'm never going to find her a place here. Like, she's never going to... That none of these are good enough for her. I just, because they were not good enough for, I think, anybody, to be clear. Like, it wasn't right. like you have, like, you know, high expectations. It was like, oh, my God, nobody's living in this place. It's disgusting. Uh, yeah, and there were some crazy ones. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I mean, I was only looking at pictures. I didn't physically see anything. Yeah. So this one came up, and she literally walked in the door. She FaceTimed me, and she was like, uh, Mom, you have to have it. Yeah. Like, it was just so much about it. Brick walls, tons of natural light, big windows. You know, it was three-bedroom, two-bath. Mm -hmm. The kicker was it was three months free rent. Right at the top of the contract. And so I was like, okay, okay, let's see. So I applied that afternoon and subsequently got it and then went, oh, shit. Okay, now I need to sell my house, basically all my belongings, and pack up and move but i i had three months in my head and it was like you know during that time when the housing market was like you know the wild west so you put something on the market and right. people were snatching it up 
So I wasn't terribly worried. I mean, yes, I, it made me super nervous to do this. Like, but the way that it was falling into place may, helped it make sense. Yeah. And so um, I knew that I had, like I said, I had three months. So put my house on the market, immediately started purging. We, I did come in March. Yeah. So I got the apartment sight unseen, um, put my deposit paid rent like first month rent all that good stuff and so well did i pay first month rent i did have to pay you would have had to first and last and deposit yeah um so i knew i didn't have to be here till june 1st and so is that right March, April, May. um we did come and visit i did come and visit in march and i stayed here i bought an air mattress mm-hmm. and shipped a boat uh, oh i ended up shipping a box of like bedding over yeah so i could like have a place to stay and it would save tons of money on like a hotel or anything. So I knew what I was working with. I would, that's my, that was my whole point. I knew what I was working with. And so I knew that I didn't have a ton of space. I didn't, most importantly, didn't have a ton of storage. If you were ever at my home in Santa Maria, it was like, you know, it was like a hoarder's garage or like there were just parts of it was like, how the hell are you going to get any of this anywhere? So I just kind of started unload, you know, offloading all of my goods. Yeah. And, you know, through the grace of God, it all worked out, and I my house sold. I was ready to go at the end of May and moved into my apartment officially June 1st. Were you scared? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I was nervous. Scared? No. Nervous? Yes. Like, what were you nervous about? Um, Like, I mean, starting a whole new life. I mean, really, like, leaving everything I knew behind. Mm-hmm. Um, coming to a city I didn't really know anything about. I'd been visiting since you'd been here, mm-hmm. since you'd been coming with your like the family and stuff. Like almost every year, I think we had come at least yeah, once. Yeah, you would come out while I was here. <clears throat> so I spent, you know, like what a good six or seven years, like you know, coming out. So I knew that it was a place I wanted to be. Yeah, and there was just something about it that excited me like there was it stimulated something in me that I hadn't felt Mm. in a long time and so I knew that that was I it it always felt right and then being here getting here um it it felt good it felt right and then like my shit never showed up well it did it just showed up (laughs) nine months later so it was like month after month so keep in mind I got here in September in June June, and I you know sent um, I'd come with like two big suitcases filled with stuff. Yeah. Um, shipped like some bedding, but everything else was on the truck. So as we progressed out. into each season and my stuff still wasn't coming, that's a whole nightmare story that I'd like, I'd need at some point to put behind me. Um, but that was a freaking nightmare. Um, but like with each season that progressed, I would have to like start getting clothes or jackets and, um, I immediately, I sold, like, all my furniture, so, uh, my, like, living room furniture and stuff, so, like, I knew that when I got here, I wanted to buy a couch, Mm -hmm. so I ended up buying a couch with a sofa bed, so first, like, three months, I slept on an air mattress, and then I slept on a sofa bed for another three months, and then I think I basically was like, this is ridiculous, like, I am way too old and crusty to be, like, sleeping like this, so I went and bought a bed. Which bugged me out because my like my mattress is yeah. probably the greatest thing I brought from was bringing from home. Yeah. Um, so there was just all these like little like things that happened in the whole move part of it that really that made it 
challenging at times it, it was still all felt right yeah it did at times it was more than anything it was just frustrating sure. because I was starting to replace things that I already had like mm-hmm. I had to I you know and then we when I first came we just you know ate out all the time yeah. didn't have anything in my kitchen so it was like okay and then that just gets to a point where it's like absurdly expensive yeah and so I was like no so then I started to replace buy things in the kitchen and I was replacing things. I was buying things that I already had. And that was starting to piss me off. Like that was like getting really, really frustrating. If you were to go back or if you were to advise somebody who was moving across the country, how would you, what would you tell them to do to get their stuff over? Um, Number one, I would use like Roadway or a company that is highly reputable. Um, I did mine through like an online search. I did research. You would think I had done none. And so I went through a reputable brokerage company and they then contracted out to a company in New York. That's where it really went sideways Mm -hmm. because that New York company um, is on a watch list of like the 10 worst moving companies nationwide. Classic. Right. So that was just all in all, it was just a really wild experience. And, you know, for everybody out there thinking, well, God, why didn't you do anything? There was virtually nothing I could do. I did have an attorney involved. Um, I did, you know, I did a ton of research. I talked to other people. There, the laws on the books for moving companies are from the 50s. There's virtually no recourse when it comes to that. And then, you know, I I heard tons of stories from people that had terrible moves. And, you know, some similar to mine, some ended up getting their stuff. Um, Do you think it would have been cheaper for you to just for us to do it ourselves? Absolutely. And and more fun, too. Yeah. I mean, it would have been fun. I I think what happened was when I came down to thinking about, like, actual thinking about driving a U-Haul truck on the streets of New York, I kind of panicked. And I was like, oh, no, I'm I'm an excellent... Um, I'm an excellent truck driver. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love myself a good U-Haul, but like navigating these narrow streets, I literally probably would have rather died. <laughs> and I, I mean, and I did my research in terms of looking at like U-Haul, you and us driving it, hiring movers here, knowing like I wasn't, you know, right. I mean, I'm, I'm past my prime in terms of like physically moving furniture and stuff. Of, yeah. um, but I, and I did, um, I looked at like a pod and then having it transported that way. The other thing I would recommend, in addition to using, number one, a reputable, a super reputable company that you can look up. There are sites from like the National uh, Transportation, NT Bureau maybe, where you can get all the information you need off of the companies. Um, I didn't realize that, I had done research, but I didn't realize that site existed. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can do research there. And then the other thing is, and this I found out afterwards, you can put like a little, they tracker. make a little tracker that you can put in your stuff so then you can track your stuff. So I was lucky in that 90% of my stuff came. 95. 95. And also very little was, there were some like broken and destroyed items, but anything of value, the things that I wanted most came and they were intact. Yeah. So at the end of the day, and while that day that when the truck came, it was like one of the worst days of my life. Like they were like, it's literally a criminal enterprise. Like this guy was just pure trash. Yeah. It was terrible. Um, and just, it, it was called Deluxe Moving. It was based out of New Jersey. Like, I have no sh- no issues, like, disparaging his name because he literally is a piece of trash. And unbeknownst, realizing who he was, 
I told him what a piece of shit he was. Um, well, he tried to say he wasn't the owner of the company, and then... Right, there were just two, there were certain things that I had just picked up on over time, like his voice, his writing, like, every, like it all matched from the very beginning, so. And then the other guy working with him confirmed it, so. Right, bless his heart. All you have to do is be nice to a younger kid, and he's going to give you some good information, maybe offer a bottle of water, a little snack or something, and, <laughs> and he really was just kind of laying it out for me, which was really nice. They screwed me in the end that day as well. Um, but it was what it was. And, you know, once I got my stuff, I literally like everything in my apartment and I was just like, oh my God, I have too much stuff. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, I had to replace stuff. So that was a bummer that, that, like I said, that just part just simply pissed me off. But anyway, so after February of 2022, Mm -hmm. my life was complete in New York. (laughs) Then I I had to figure out how to get rid of like the the devil stuff. stuff. Cause that's the other thing in New York. You can't just, you know, like. I didn't have a car, so that was the other thing. I sold my car, so I didn't have a car. So it's not like I can just pack up my car and, like, take a box of donations somewhere. Like, that doesn't happen. There aren't, like, companies that come and just pick up here. But also, as as we were knee-deep in COVID, they weren't taking certain things. Or there was, you know, everything was done very differently during that time. So there were a lot of, um, um, oh, bummer side you know like side windery things like what what's the word i'm looking for like no detours detours oh, along oh. the way i just felt the water cushions on my couch um <laughs> like a lot of detours along the way but none of that really like discouraged me it was i knew that even then it felt right you know yeah so that's how i ended up here and there not a day goes by that i regret my decision um i I know in my heart that it was absolutely the right decision. I've made a lot of um, wild decisions, poor decisions. This was the best decision I made, and a lot of moving decisions had I was been just made along say the way. You've moved a lot, and this was the this was the best one. Mm. How sweet! So here we are. So here we are. So, in addition to just talking about how we got here, we have talked a lot about how. Sometimes what we the the content that we put out on social media makes it look like we just live like <laughs> wild fun lives in New York Fruit and loose and fancy free. And we do do a lot of really fun things. We love exploring the city. We love doing things. So we I've had us create itineraries for an ideal weekend in New York City for each of us. Um you did yours, like, this is, like, just, like, your itinerary. Yeah, like, it's my like weekend. Your ideal weekend in New York. Yeah. Okay, I kind... You know what is so funny is, like, well, I live here, so sometimes I'm, like, well, then after that I would just go home and, like, watch a movie <laughs> or something and then go back out later. You know, it's, like, when you live here, right? you have your apartment to go back to versus, like, when you're visiting somewhere. So, one of my days I did, like, a full day of, like, things. Um, but you... Go ahead. You start with your itinerary. Okay, so my dream weekend starts on a Friday. Yeah. Um, it would be after work on Friday. And it would be in the summer. We talked about the time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the summer here because they have um, what I'd like to refer to as fuck off Fridays. Um, basically, every, they shut down at 1 o'clock. Work shuts down at 1 o'clock. They're more commonly known as summer Fridays here. They call the them city. summer Fridays. I like to call them fuck off Fridays. And the reason being is when... Um, you know, when I was in California, a lot of the people I did business with were on the East Coast, and one o'clock for them is ten o'clock for us. 
So that's why I like started calling them. I mean, so I've been calling them fuck off Fridays for years. Right. Because you were done at 10 a.m. Because uh, I, you know, could be basically done at 10 a.m. Um, you know, finish up and we were done by noon. So that was always really lovely. So it would be a fuck off Friday. Um, I would take the train down to 72nd mm-hmm. and probably like grab Starbucks and then I would walk through the park. Central Park is literally my favorite place. I think it's so beautiful. And every season provides something new and different. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, summer is green and lush and florally. As we move into the fall, it's literally to die. It's like the like autumnal <laughs> fantasies I've always lived out on the West Coast or, you know, desires I've had not seeing that kind of like foliage change. It's just absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Winter when it's snowing is like, you know, just blankets of white fluff. Um, otherwise, I don't think it's the prettiest place in the winter, but still a lovely <laughs> park. And then in the spring, you know, as we're transitioning Fresh out blooms. of winter, this everything starts to bloom and it is, it's stunning. It's really stunning. And tulips so, in the spring. Oh, oh, the spring tulips. Oh, they should be starting to plant them soon. They- should have already planted them. I think April. Oh, okay. April is they so they plant like in all of like the bed like the beds along the sidewalks, but also this middle of the streets. They just plant tulips, and it's oh, it's dreamy. So I love that. So walk. I'd take a big walk through Central Park, and then um, I think that for on a Friday I would just probably go have dinner at Mamoya, which is one of our favorite restaurants on the Upper West Side, and then go home. That would be my Friday. And if, like, I had a guest in town, like, those would be all the same things. Potentially, um, I would add in after walking through the park, like, stopping at the plaza, because that's at the end of the park on on the south end, and, like, going into the plaza and having a drink. They have a really lovely, like, champagne bar, or even in the, I don't know, the little rotunda thing, they have a lovely bar in there. And then Saturday, I would get up Saturday, I'd wake up, and I would hop on a city bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte introduced me to the city bikes here they, and I very specifically will only take an e-bike I will fool and lie to nobody that I like to ride a regular bike no. <laughs> but if there's only two bikes I'll always get the e-bike Charlotte will take the regular bike it's true. or if we get two e-bikes and one is bunk we'll switch and she'll take the bunk one and I'll take the one that <laughs> yeah, probably e-bikes works. are really great because they are they're they have what's called pedal assist so it's not like there's no motor in it um it's not like a like a motorized scooter it's just like a uh, it helps you pedal faster so like it takes a lot of the work out of it a lot of which work just means that when we do get a bunk bike the, the e-bikes are naturally very heavy they're heavier yes. than a regular bike so that does make it harder but they're so much fun to ride so much fun and they're really like you know the docks for them are you know just every few blocks so they're yeah. you know they're they're fairly easy to get fairly easy part. to get there sometimes they're harder for us up here um but nonetheless we could you know go within you know a 10 block radius and and hop on them and then take that down the west side all the way down the west side highway down into soho Soho, it's like close to a 10 mile bike ride yeah and i mean on a on an e-bike it's like nothing (laughs) it's really fabulous and then i would take it to soho and then go for brunch at Jack's Wife Frida, that's my favorite restaurant. What right kind now. of food is it? It is Israeli food. Israeli South African. I do think that it is Israeli South African. We yeah. were just we just looked it up again. I mean, we're there fairly regularly eating, because well, we used to call it Mediterranean, 
Right. And I think, like, I definitely, for the most part, yeah. yeah. But I, like, in, I think in reading the stories, one is South African, one is Israeli. I believe so, yeah. Um, The food is phenomenal. Yeah. It's open from, like, you know, I don't know, 8.30 in the morning to probably, like, 10 at night. And, like, the menu is just one. And and awesome drinks, too. Like, they have have incredible cocktails. And it's so fucking cute in there. Oh, so cute. And there's, like, three or four locations, I think. Mm -hmm. I think they're opening a new one. Um, But it's, we go, uh, we typically go to the same one. We do. Once we found that one, we kind of only yeah, and it's big too, so it's not hard to get a. It's a lot easier to get a table because it's big. Yeah, it is. Some of them are smaller. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be harder. So I'd have brunch there, and then like walk around. I love that. I love to walk around in that area. Um, Literally, it's just so easy to get lost just walking around. Um, And then I don't really. This time frame doesn't really make sense, but let's just go with whatever I got going. And then I would head down to Seaport. Okay. For dinner at the mm, Fulton. Mm-hmm. So this is like an open air restaurant that looks out onto the East River. And the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, and the literally sits basically like next to below the Brooklyn Bridge. Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. So it's really, really beautiful. It's gorgeous. I mean, this, the setting is amazing. You can see the beautiful sunset. And then the other thing is like the moon rises on the from in the east i mean I it did in that summer or at least in september is that what you're talking about yeah, my birthday yeah. yeah like the way the moon rises it's also really stunning right there it is it's really beautiful. especially like if there's like what was that like the i want to call harvest it blood moon. orange oh harvest moon yeah um like the harvest moon like you we, i mean it was just stunning it was yeah, absolutely it was. Amazing. and the fulton is a jean georges restaurant and so the food is really good, but it's worth noting that like we get for it's the most a seafood part, restaurant. It's obviously. a seafood restaurant. It's right on the water. It's in the middle. It's actually in an old seafood market. Yeah, and like port, like there's like you know not on a pier, but kind of on a pier. I guess technically it might be considered a pier. It is a pier. Um, we get the burger. They have the best burger. I, I yeah, I do call it the. It's for <laughs> me. It's my favorite burger in in New York City in Manhattan. Yeah, it's sure. really good. So that, and then, you know, I don't know, fart around, maybe find something to do or Well, home. Seaport, I mean, Seaport, which is where the Fulton is in the summer. Is has, very lively. Yeah. And it has, I mean, it's, it's so the, as you walk out towards the water, Seaport itself is like so cute. There's like little, mm-hmm. it's like cobblestone streets. Um, and then these like cool, like, like you said, an old seafood market. So like who that have been transformed into shops and things. And then in the middle, there's this bar, there's like an open outdoor bar Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right in the middle. So it's really very cool down there. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a neat area. Mm-hmm. So just maybe wander on there or head home. Now Sunday, it can go many ways. Okay. Um, one of the things we love to do is take a brunch cruise. Oh, we love a brunch cruise. Uh, and there's one particular brunch cruise that we like to take that goes around the entire island. So you start on the west side, go up and around, and then all the way down, and then it it finishes at um, down by the Statue of Liberty, and then you come back up. But so that the Statue of Liberty is one of my favorite things. I think she's so beautiful. I could look at her all the time. <laughs> I love. Like, looking at her from any vantage point, but to see her up close on a boat is really, really special. Um, and then, oh, and then, like, from after the boat ride, then this, like, walk south down, what is it, what did we determine it was called? 
River Walk. Uh, oh, Hudson River Walk. Hudson River Walk, it, something along that line. Parkway. And so there's just really like it's just really lovely walking. It's you know, mm-hmm. t- and there's all oh, there's parks and there's people and it's just enough to like be constantly stimu- stimulated. Yeah, like definitely. never not. Um, and then. Oh, right. And then go walk to Little Island. Yeah. I love Little Island. Also on the water, on the Hudson. It's just like a little park that they created out of, like they made it above, um, out of like those, the posts or poles that come up out to make a pier. These were, there was just like a bunch of abandoned posts. And so then they made like this beautiful park. Um, what else did they put on there? Little Island. Oh, and then maybe like the High Line walk, walk across to the High Line. Mm-hmm. Because then that can take that all the way. If all I go down up. that way across and then I take it back up and then hop on a subway. Um, or like a Broadway matinee. Mm-hmm. I would. I love to do that. I don't mind, you know, doing that on a nice afternoon. Something I'd totally do by myself too. I'd love going to shows by myself. I mean, because the reality is you're sitting in a show. You're not talking to anybody anyway. So who cares if you're by yourself? Yeah. That's you really it. could do, I mean, any, all of this by yourself. Uh, all of it. Yeah. Or go to the Met. I love the Met. The Mm -hmm. Met is huge. There are many, many exhibits. There's like a lot of permanent exhibits. There's a lot of traveling exhibits. So you really could like, you know, choose a topic and just go in that day and... And just do one wing. And just do one wing. Yeah. I mean, I've gone for just a couple hours. We're really lucky that, you know, if you live in the city, then you basically like pay what you want. Pay what you can. Pay what you can. Same thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So that would be my, that would be my weekend. Okay. And it's all solo? You don't want to do anything with me or? No, you're welcome to join. (laughs) Okay. But those are all things that I would also do on my own. Yeah. No, that makes sense. So it's not, you know, any of it or, but also anything I would do with like friends that came to visit. Right. I can honestly say I think everything in there I've done. With people? With people. Yeah. So like none of this, you know, to my friends that have come to visit, none of this would be, um unfamiliar (laughs) yeah i believe every single thing on my list has been done with other people so that's my weekend how about yours thanks for asking um mine also starts on friday after work but mine i teach you don't have fuck off i don't have fuck off fridays because i teach and kids don't get fuck off fridays so i don't get fuck off fridays (laughs) um so mine starts a little like after workish, so like I'd say if I were to, I'm done teaching at five, um, I would meet my friends, and this is like so. It's so funny, is it's just I've pl- like coordinated it with my schedule now. So like I'm done teaching in Bro- Brooklyn at five, so like my Friday night is in Brooklyn because I'm like, well, I'm just like I'm already in the borough. Okay. Um, so I would meet um, my friends at Troost, which is a bar in Greenpoint that we really love. Their outdoor patio is just the perfect place to sit in the summer and just have a drink and like soak up the sun I mean if I'm done at five and I'm there at 5 30 like we still get you know hour and a half of or more than that yeah, actually in the summer the sun doesn't like, go down to like nine right so we would just kind of sit in the backyard and enjoy and then get dinner at Wen Wen which is a Taiwanese mm. restaurant also in Greenpoint um I had to choose between um <laughs> Wen Wen and Winsun, which are both Taiwanese restaurants, both in Brooklyn, but in different parts of Brooklyn. And since we were already, since my schedule was already in Greenpoint, I went with Wen Wen. Okay. Um, really wonderful. We always, we eat family style. It's phenomenal. And then I would go home and go to bed after that. I guess we could like, maybe we'd go get a drink after or whatever, but for the most part, we'd probably just like go home, go to bed. 
And then Saturday. So my Saturday is also my big day. Okay. Um, I'd wake up, come into um, Manhattan and do bagel and coffee in Central Park. Walk, sit, eat, drink, whatever. Just kind of like make my way through the park. And I guess in my head I do have people with me because like I love giving Central Park tours. (laughs) Not to strangers, to like people in my life. (laughs) um, Or people visiting. And so I would like, you know, we'd walk through the whole park. Um, I like to do little like, oh, here's where this happened in Gossip Girl. Or here's where, you know, Penn Badgley bludgeoned that girl and you, you know, like things like that. Just And here's the lamppost where you could tell if you're on the east or the west side and what street you're on. Oh, yeah. So we did a, was that the, um, we did a tour like a walk oh a gilded, gilded age, age. Man- so we did a gilded age mansion tour of the east side apartments and it was it's so cool and they taught us this thing in central park about the lampposts that have little markings on them so that you would know where you are within the park so that's really cool um because the city is a grid system and the park does technically fall into that just like in a different way so they put those markings in um, so after Central Park, we would, I stole this from you, so I changed this from last time. I would hop on bikes and bike down to Chelsea for lunch at Barbudo, mm. which is Jonathan Waxman's um, restaurant. It's Italian and it's right on the water. Um, really beautiful. It's not, I guess it's not on the water, it's across from the water. Right. You can see the water. Um, it's along the highway. It's along the highway. It's really, really yummy. And then after lunch, we'd go to the Whitney, do a oh, little, right. you Good know, line. get some culture. At the Whitney, which which is a modern art museum versus the Met, which is historical. Every genre. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Yeah, I guess it is. Um, After the Whitney... So, okay, we both chose summer because the days are so long. So, like, we just have, like, so much daylight. So, after the Whitney, we'd go, like, right below the Whitney and a little bit, like, below and on the corner is a beer garden. And so, we'd go to the beer garden have whatever some beer maybe somebody can get a brat if you need a snack before we oh do you think they have the pretzels with cheddar Ooh, we should find out oh yeah, yeah. i bet their mustard's okay. really good too yeah. um we would we walk in our summer future walk our way over to a sunset sail so yeah so we do a brunch cruise but we also do for me i love i love being on boats no matter what especially in the hudson i think it's so much fun um the brunch cruises are great they're on a what kind of boat did you say they were a schooner I may be making that up. I don't know. Yeah, we don't actually know. Um, But I like to do a sunset sail. Well, I like to go sailing. I guess it doesn't actually matter the time of day, but this sunset sail is so gorgeous because you just... There's a color of sunset in New York that, like, I don't think I've ever seen ever anywhere. And it's the color of, like, the sun hitting the windows. It's this orange that is just the most beautiful color I've ever seen in my life. So the sunset sail, you get to see all of that it's absolutely stunning and then like it goes from orange to pink to purple it's so beautiful so sunset sail and then when we docked we would walk again just beep 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 right up a little bit to the frying pan which is another boat it's like an old um barge barge i'm again making boat terms yeah it is it's an old boat Tugboat. No, no, it's like bigger. I think it is a barge. Anyway, um, and in the summer they do live music and dancing, and it's really cool. I've gone before, and they had this big band with saxophones and horns, and it was just amazing. So it's another great place where you can get like late night eats and drinks, and so we would just you know dance. Oh, it's a Coast Guard light ship. Oh, there we go, a Coast Guard light ship. Thank you for looking that up. So yeah, so that is very cool though. Yeah, and they actually have really good food. Yeah, it's like bar food. Yeah, but it's good. It is good. 
Okay. <laughs> and they have great drinks. It's oh. and it's just it's a lot of fun. It it's is a lot of fun. So cool. So that would be my big my big Saturday. And then I actually changed my Sunday to you be did? well, yeah, because I wanted I was really inspired by yours being like this is what I would do and I was like, okay, so this is what my Sunday looks like. Um I would wake up and go to yoga. Um, a place that's like right around the corner from me and then across the street from my yoga studio is my diner so I would go to Michael's restaurant and eat my diner breakfast and then and then there's a big gap in my day because I don't know I could go home I could uh, maybe meet my friends but whatever I did I would end my day my Sunday with a walk in Astoria Park in my neighborhood um, which is along the East River and it's it's my absolute like favorite place right now I'm just I'm really loving it I feel so lucky to live so close to it and to have it so I would go through a little walk um in Astoria Park like near sunset because it's also it's so beautiful to see I get to see I have the Manhattan skyline to look at when I do that walk so yeah it, it's the really and that's really skyline. a beautiful sunset walk too so that's amazing so that would be that would be my weekend I just want to point out that um I have my own diner and Right, right, right. What's yours? Um, it's called City Diner. It's mm-hmm. on the Upper West Side. It's at 90th and Broadway. I mean, we could do a whole episode on diners. We could do a whole... You could do a whole episode on diners. Yeah. So when I moved to New York, I was committed to, like, going to all the diners that I could. And in the first, like, six months, I went to a, the, mo- the majority of the diners that I know I went to in those six months. And then... When I was back, I had a friend move to New York, and he was like, hey, we should start going to diners. And I was like, okay, that's my game, but you can join me, sure. And we started, so I had done that again. So now I have a, a nice hefty list of, like, diners I've tried in New York. Her so. love of the boys in Santa Maria created. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Her love, love of the diner. diner. So, Yeah. So those are our, our New York City itineraries. And I'll say it here. If you are coming to New York or if you want to come to New York and you need to know what to do, ask us because we are really good at tailoring an itinerary to like whatever somebody might want to do. We know the touristy things. We know the not touristy things. We know the not touristy touristy things, right? Like the things that are like, <laughs> yeah, the like we have, it's not we have like the better versions of the touristy things you know what i mean like the best views in the city are not the empire state building even though like that's an iconic way okay but that is my i 100 percent have a firm belief that 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 is not the best view right 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 so yeah so um you know but it is a i do think it's an important part of a new york experience though so it's like if you want to you know you determine when you come to new york like what kind of experience you want yeah because it's not bad to, to do the heavily touristy no. things. And I'm never, like, for me, I'm never opposed to doing those things. Right. Um, you know, like, is Times Square my favorite place to be? No, not at all. Hmm. It's so many people, and it can be, like, you know, stifling in there. But it's but really cool to see somebody see it for the first time. It, it really is. Like, it's, it, it's, there's something about experiencing that through like those really new eyes that make it really special but i will say like that area while it's not like the most ideal area it's somewhere that we're you know with a fair amount of regularity because like the theaters are down there or you know if you go to shows you're inevitably going to walk through Mm -hmm. there or anywhere in midtown you know you kind of have to go through there so um yeah i mean we can advise on many things shows if you want to see a show we could recommend a show that might you know suit your needs best yeah because there's a little bit of everything for everyone um 
Yeah. I guess we're going to have to get on our show game because it's all, like, it seems like it's so many new shows. Right. Yeah, that's true. We uh, we do need to kind of start keeping up again. We have we have a couple insiders in the industry that helps us <laughs> understand at least what's what's going on. But even, like, some of, like, my favorite shows are about to close. My favorite shows of the moment are about to close, so... So we'll have to, to update. Uh-oh, my neighbor is about to get hopping, folks. <laughs> I don't know I how know. much they can, like how much sound comes through for that. Uh, we'll listen back and we'll find out. Right. Well, that's our, our, here's a little quick and easy one this week. It was, it was. Yeah, that's kind of. NYC for you. What we have for you, making the move, being brave. Feeling gut instincts, right? You yeah. felt like it in your gut it was right. So did I. I, you know, I didn't necessarily mention this, but, like, I knew I wanted to move to New York, and then I ended up kind of, I said I, I paused it for two years. And I do wish I kind of would have listened to my intuition a little more on that one, but, you know, you live and you learn. You live and you learn, right? And now we're both here, and, like, it, it is, it does feel so right. Was, Hit us up if you come to the city. Yeah, please do. Or don't. I mean, don't. And that's the other thing. Don't feel obligated. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. If you don't want to see us, yeah, um, you don't have to. Right. You could ask for an itinerary and not see us. Like your itinerary doesn't have to include us. <laughs> but we're always happy to meet up with people. Truly. I like to say that. Like it's yeah. you know it's lovely to reconnect and mm-hmm. and see people. Here. We eat a ton in the city, so like you know, we'll get you. We're, we know where the good We always food have is. a good restaurant rec uh-huh. for you. Good food. Good drink. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks for joining us again. Thanks for listening. And as always, thank you for your support. Yeah, truly. Thank you so much. Peace out.